0: That I'd recorded actually quite some time back. There's been a few technical issues and real life issues getting in the way, so many apologies for the delay. This interview is with Josh Bevan, who is producer and one of the uh, minds behind Riptide Wrestling, uh, which has been doing fantastically well. ...in their 10-show existence up to this point. Uh, There is a show out this weekend uh, that might be worth going down to Brighton for... ...if there are tickets still available. Can't highly recommend it enough. Also, uh, in case you're curious, we are going to be recording a British Wrestling Spotlight... ...at the end of this week, where we're looking to cover New Japan Strong Style Evolved... Uh, as well as NXT UK and a variety of other things that come up in the wacky world of British wrestling. So keep your ears peeled for that at the end of the week. And in the meantime, please visit theindycorner.com so you can have uh, you can have a read of some of the articles that we've got there. And uh, there's some great pieces on Fight Club Pro Some of the results back from some of the biggest shows that we have as well So get yourself across to there, have a read of some of those And I'll shut up and now it's time for the interview Hello and welcome to the Indie Corner I'm here today with the producer for Riptide Wrestling um, Based out of Brighton, Josh Bevan Josh, how are you today?
1: Um, very, very well, thank you, mate. Very, very well indeed.
0: Excellent. Um, we you invite you kindly invited us to the show on Friday, um, the Riptide Rumble, Nail My Colours to the Mast. I thought it was a great show. Um, we really enjoyed it. Um, Thanks. just if you could do, uh, just give us a bit of a background into how that whole day went and, and the kind of rot, the various things that were, were going on.
1: Well, how the day went, I mean, um. It was. (laughs) It was. It was quite. It was. You know. It was quite the undertaking. Um, But I think you know the reason why that was possible was was because um, the the team and the roster are ten shows in, Um, and I think of you know forty. Six workers, I think, on on that show. Mm. I think we had maybe four or five, um, four or five debuts. If if that actually, mm. and that makes a huge difference. I think the the the, the audience um, being ten shows in as well. You know, mm. a, a, sort of everyone everyone kind of knew their roles as best as we as best as we have uh, so far, um in terms of the, the you know, the backstage team being able to um orchestrate a thirty man rumble, a thirty person rumble, oh, sorry, um, is um was, was 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 pretty silly. Um and I'm I'm very yeah, I'm just delighted. Um there there was the cl- there was lots of classic um uh, People being laid, um well, people getting held up, should we say? Yeah. Um, and certain elements of, yeah, certain elements of production getting held up, certain elements of operations getting held up, certain elements of talent getting held up, um, and um, yeah, it just, it just, it, it just, uh, you just deal with it. I mean, how it sort of works in theory and how it broadly worked um, is that we get in the night before. Um, just to drop off some of the production, get the bar set up, put the mm-hmm. bar stock in. Um, it's very kind of the Bright Helm to so let us come in and do that if there's no other booking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the ring comes in, the wrestlers arrive, we get everyone as settled as we can, make sure they're fed and watered um, as best we can, try and make sure everyone's you know gotten together. Um, and uh, been able to talk about talk about the business at hand. Um, this specific one, um, a huge amount of credit goes out to uh, Tom, uh, one of the other producers uh, with the company, for his meticulous meticulous um, document detailing. Uh, what it is that the 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 that we we were after from the rumble and 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 kind of more importantly being clear very clear about where it where where there were spaces for for talent driven stuff. Um And the thing that I'm incredibly, 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 incredibly proud of about the Rumble, more than anything, is that we didn't have any injuries. Um, Mm. And injuries can happen at at any time, obviously, absolutely any time. But I think it's it's pretty easy to uh, see why there's a reputation for Rumbles um, having injuries in them, Mm. Um, because there's kind of inherently um, a huge... A huge amount of uncertainty um, to, 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 to how these things often get put together, and you know, the more things someone's con- you know uh, concerned about, um, then the, the more likely other things are going to they're going to fall off the edge. So I think I think you know honestly I think huge credit goes to to, to Tom, um, for Mr. Tom West, for there for there being no injuries in that rumble. Um, uh, and yeah, that's kind of, that's, that's, that's how we, how we, I don't know, didn't really answer the question. I don't know. <laughs> then we pack up and go home. That's, yeah. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and then sleep, hopefully. Ah, oh, yes, lots of, that. <laughs>
0: lots of that. So have, have you been um, a wrestling fan all your life? um is it uh what kind of uh age did you did you find yourself being interested in wrestling was it something when you were a kid or uh, from when, from
1: when yeah you- it's a, it's a fairly classic um you know as a kid especially you know my age group i'm 30 years old so uh you know in in that in that real slot for for yes. some peak attitude era stuff um around my around puberty you know right. um which is which is also really prime for the post attitude era drop off right yes. um just as other things start to come interesting the uh, the or you're, you know the rock the rock goes the rock goes, and you know stone cold goes, and you don't really know you're you're not in a you're not a very um porous um uh, sort of receptacle for for the you know, for Randy Orton and John Cena at that point, I was going to say, you'd be, yeah, you'd be too old for John's, yeah, for John Cena in particular, yeah. You know, you're just like, well, no, I'm going to listen to actual gangster rap at this point. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's sort of as simple as that. So, so yeah, so I had that. Um, the thing that I find fascinating about about my appreciation of of how I got into wrestling is that I never seen any wrestling media hmm. as a kid um growing up three brothers didn't have sky my parents were not going to were not jumping over themselves to show their three boys uh wrestling right yeah. <laughs> um you know banning banning wrestling in the house is a pretty easy thing to do in the, in the 90s right um, and then but i knew who jake the snake was and i knew who hulk hogan was mm. and i knew who big boss man was um, i think that's fascinating and then the next the next thing is before heat was on was on was on television and then you're a bit older to watch to sort of be able to get tapes of things off mates and stuff like this yeah. the, the, the 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 first piece of wrestling media that i that i was around was was video games oh okay. um, and, that, and that's where that's where my love affair with kane started um and um yeah and 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 all of that before then heat and then the then then mates taping raw became available and you know pay-per-view parties because you're around like 13 14 and stuff like that um and then yeah away from that and then was just around um i'm a um i'm a, a I'm a musician, so often mm-hmm. you know there was a time around three or four years ago uh, when I was around in the day and found myself getting sort of sucked back into to, um, to sports entertainment on the on the old Sky Sports, uh, on the old Raw reruns during the day. Um, wound up at a wound up at a house show and um, yeah, started going to you know really fell in love with live wrestling, mm-hmm. um, and then eventually through sort of the podcast medium. um started um to to really discover that there was other products out there that weren't just a bad version of the thing that I didn't really like as much as I could Yes. <laughs> you, you know um and that's the thing you know you you kind of you are making trade offs with yourself if um to enjoy. A WWE product a lot of the time mm-hmm. because it's it's not made it's not made for you and that's that's fine that is what it is it's made to be what it is it's made to 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 do to do what it does um, and it's just like just like music you know inherently it cannot <laughs> you know it's, it's anyway um, yeah and wound up at a an ICW show in London because uh, Matt Cross was wrestling. Um, and that was it. I just realised that there was a there was this whole whole product out there, um, this whole experience out there that I needed to needed to start sharing. Really.
0: So, from the from that kind of experience of being introduced to, I suppose, it would be the British independence scene, and sort of burgeoning times of that seeing EC, um, ICW in, in London
1: how did that
0: lead to Riptide coming to fruition well,
1: um yeah so so as you can imagine from that moment as lots of people do you know as pretty much everyone does that's half the reason of why we're here you know a very passionate um escalation into going to wrestling shows every every bleeding every bleeding weekend yep. um for you know about um i would say about 6 months um until I realised that um there was actually someone that I went to school with. I I basically won some tickets um hmm. to a to a show and the person that ran the promotion I went to school with them. Um hmm. and they recognized me that, you know, they were just like my band when we you know, they're only a year below me and they were they were, you know, fans of mine or whatever. So you know, we had a chat and it and it really clicked something in my head that the, that there was a possibility here because, you know, I'm 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 from an entertainment background mm-hmm. and going to these shows there was I would definitely not in equal measure, but as much as this you know, there, there's lots of stuff that, that, that I thought was incredible mm-hmm. and unique and wonderful. Um, and there's lots of other stuff that I thought could be better. Um, and as a, and as a performer, there was a performative instinct that was getting stoked up along, alongside that as well, um, which is obviously, you know, I'd have, I'd have a few drinks at the show and then I'd come back and I look at myself in the mirror and sort of think, yeah, I can, I could, maybe I could, I could, oh yeah, I could train and then I'd wake up and realize what a sh- ridiculous idea that is. And actually n- n- now, now being, um, having a better idea of what it is that, that gets done in the ring, um. I certainly don't wanna I'm certainly not any more inclined um, <laughs> to start training um but that you know that performative instinct was 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 kind of stoked there was some emotional momentum in and around um in and around things that I thought were good and things that I thought could be improved on um and there was an evangelical sense of of i wanna share this with my friends but you know at that point it had only ever been. Blagging them to go to London um, mm-hmm. to something that they don't know they're going to enjoy, um, and it all just sort of clicked. Well, once finding out that this guy, but I knew I had someone I could talk to mm-hmm. um, and have a little bit of help from um, and a little bit of guidance from that I could, you know, bring. You know, no one was doing it in Brighton. You know, I could share it with. You know, I can share it with my friends and, 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 and my city um, and I can and I can, I can express some of these things that I, that I'm feeling about about how the talents would be better served um, and how the I think industry in general would be better served.
0: You've mentioned there about sort of some of the philosophy that you were going into um, and probably into the first show with that. You've just had the tenth show with the Riptide Rumble. Yeah. Over that time, how would you describe has there been any changes to your philosophy? Is there things that you thought I need to rethink how I do this? Um, or have or I mean there'll be naturally things that would change as part of the learning curve of, of running a running a promotion. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I, I think yeah. the thing that's really that's really fascinating is is it's sort of it's no. It's yes and no. It's no, but also yes. Constantly. Uh, the mm-hmm. thing about the the landscape is that it's so it's so dynamic. I'm, nothing I've ever done has as, as, in terms of what is what is the most important thing at any one time mm-hmm. is constantly changing. And and, and and over and above that, it's like um, you know, it's like a um, Oh, it's like a video game whereby um, a tri- they give you attributes and the amount of they've given you for how much kind of um, tolerance is it, you know, how, how much uh, space there is in each of the attribute columns is quite stingy. So characters have to be quite heavily specialised. You know, there's no, there's no, or well, there's scope to do that. You know, there's no sort of, um, you can service any one thing. At any one time, Um, and there's no real safe way of covering all your bases. If you know what I mean, you 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 have to make you have to make decisions, but you can always you can always change those decisions. (laughs) Um, But 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 I think the ethos that underpins it is very is very very much the same at its core, which is just. look after the performers and look after the fans um, and allow people, and in doing that, allow people to watch the wrestling.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would say, actually, from the experience of going on Friday, that's one of the things that, that really works well. And it comes back to some of the things you mentioned before about, um, is it local breweries you use for the for the bar? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. Do as well, which is, which is nice. The fact that when we were coming in, the bouncers were like saying, oh, have you been to a Ripside show before? You're going to really love it for this. So the bouncers were into it, which is very different from, say, going to your call, where bouncers tend to be <laughs> interested in that.
1: Um, to uh, And that is what it is, you know, and, yeah. that, and, that, and that is what it is. But continue. Yeah.
0: Oh, and and, and just everyone associated with the company, whether it's uh, the people doing the... Uh, um, who was on the guest list, which I think might have been Tom. I don't know if it was. That was Tom. That That, was that, Tom. that certainly was Tom. And then you had the the people saying the hot dogs, and then all the guys saying the merchers round. I mean, it, there was like a kind of really lovely welcoming feeling to it. That's oh, I'm something... delighted. And, I mean, is that something that you felt has always been there from, from the very beginning? Or is it, I mean, has it got to a point where people have found themselves working for Riptide and have thought, ah, oh, yes i'm I'm really enjoying this I, I get the ethos of the company so they kind of because the impression that i suppose where i'm going to with it is I've got the impression that for for even for you guys as well um and for the wrestlers that there's as much as like an, it's a lovely place to meet up with lots of people lots of their friends as well as
1: working yes it's it, it, yeah i mean I can't tell you how how much of a delight it is you know actually there was there was you know, more than one wrestler um Coming into this show, um, you know, it popped a message to say that how much they were looking forward to coming down, being in the environment, because it's been mm-hmm. tough for them the last couple of months. Um, and as and as and as someone that is well, anyone, mm-hmm. <laughs> we all know what it's like to have a tough couple of months. Okay. Um, but, 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 but in these specific environments, you know, again, with with my background as a performer, like I'm, I, I kind of know what kind of a month they're talking about in a way, mm-hmm. um, and. It's, it, it's, not, it's not by accident that that the environment in Riptide is an antidote to, to that kind of a month. Yes. Um,
0: That's even probably for fans as well, that it's somewhere they, you know, as, as with any classic wrestling show, you'd, you'd go to it and you enjoy yourself and lose yourself okay. for three, four hours and it's like a lovely ending to the week.
1: I can't tell you how many how many really lovely people. Well, I can. It's about four or five. <laughs> <laughs> um, about four or five really really lovely people um, that you know that have been with us from the beginning. Mm-hmm. That that say, you know, I, I just moved to Brighton, or I'd only been in Brighton for a year. Um, I didn't have any friends before Riptide started. I do now and 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 it and and like isn't that great? That's lovely. <laughs> you know, and but, but the thing is, is that I don't think I don't think that's on unc- like you say not uncommon to wrestling blah blah mm. blah not uncommon to wrestling, you know, there are reasons why there are promotions out there that have such a such a strong um emotional significance to mm. to their fans. Um because it Everything seemingly at times disproportionately to what is provided within the product, right? and and that's because what is being provided is not exclusive to the product. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and to, to 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 hear that that stuff is, you know, and and you know. I don't I'm not Machiavellian about, about this. I'm I I I i I make sure that the people that I trust and people that have skills are are in the positions whereby people are relying on them. Um uh, and what I am delighted by, and I think, is, is definitely a credit to to the audience, and the credit to to the roster and the and the supporting skills and services. Um, all interacting with each other is they've all made it. They've all made it a pleasure, and they've all invested each other yep. in the needs of of the other. Um, and it's it's very very satisfying.
0: Um, talking about the roster, um, one of the things. That I noticed. Oh, uh, it's probably the most obvious point of of the of the roster is um, this is a this is a very young roster you use on the whole, yeah. um, which probably says a lot about the depth of talent that there is in British wrestling, particularly at this oh, moment absolutely. in time. Um, was that was that always a very conscious decision of yours that you wanted to go with that kind of young and hungry roster? Um, because there would have been a temptation, obviously, to go down the name of trying to establish yourself using much more in the way of established names. Um, did you ever find that to be kind of the the temptation of going down, down that path and possibly more
1: imports and the like? Um, I think... I, hmm, yeah. uh, you know, all the legendary... You know, any legendary like academy or whatever is based on is based on a a crop of talent. Mm -hmm. Let's let's not. You know, it's it's kind of as simple as that. I I think the the people that you know the the people that are young on the shows. are the value of them being young in themselves, in terms of just like a you know a young football player at a certain quality is yeah. of a higher value and is more more you know there's there's, there's it's not they're not directly equivalent but you know that there, there is um, there's stuff going on you know look at look at you know someone like Minnie McKenzie yeah. is uh, you know people's enjoyment of what it is that she does she does in the ring is is absolutely and by the fact that she's young yeah um, you know and, and that's and that's fantastic and you know a lot of that is is you know and, and, and it's not to say that she's not going to be any good when she's not young anymore because she's mm-hmm. going to be better at wrestling and it, you know it's fantastic you know um, that's you know it's just how it is I don't I don't know if we were making those decisions I, th- I you know I think we had access to who we had access to mm-hmm. um and the people that I was always incredibly excited about their applications to, you know in in our environment to our audience mm-hmm. just happened to be just happened to be young people um um it feels so somewhat... obviously do you know what it, it, it it's it's the nature of the fact that actually the younger people on the roster on the fly you know that, that, that we kind of double down on yeah, they're the people that put the most into riptide. Yeah. Because they're the people with the most available capacity to do so. Okay. Yeah. It's not because you're not gonna get less you know, you're not you're not less able to ask a top talent um of things to do because they think they're better than it and because they don't respect you and because this and because that and whatever, necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> but they can easily have full respect for you, absolutely love the promotion, all of this, all of that, but they're too damn busy to have that kind of, to, 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 to have any headspace to be investing in your... In your promotion, it's the same reason why people of that kind of, of, of level of busyness need, not just demand, need hmm. good accommodation and good, clear scheduling and things like that because they, they're on a mental schedule and their their they're, 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 they're tank is empty. You know, the reason why... The lower down the chain you get, you know, the more willing people are to um, put themselves out there and do what the needs to be done to make it happen, Mm -hmm. um, is because they've got more capacity to do so. They're less they're less busy. Their their bodies are fresher. They're they're less jaded. You know, it's not just about exploiting them because they are. Because they'll do it, you know. It, mm. it, it, it's a, it's, it's a funny one. Um, but that, you know, that's what I would say in terms of how the the younger element of the of the of the roster has, has has allowed to make itself has really been able to entrench itself and make it more and more about And obviously, that's what you know. That's what you want to be you want to be doing, isn't it? Really, is you know this idea of ah, making stars and and all of that. I mean, you know, oh, hey, yeah. listen the 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 people that the people that are that are that are profiting from from the platform in Brighton are are stars yeah. um that is not us making them stars that is them being stars and make it and 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 Making everyone uh, aware of that. Um. Well, you could see that at the end of the night, at the end of
0: at the end of the rumble match, and the fans' reaction to it, um, and the way that um, they they treated the talent, and the way that the talent was viewed as the as as my, this was this was the audiences. This was this was their talent as much as I suppose it's Absolutely. yours. Um, that real emotional investment is defi- is definitely there. Um, I wanted to ask you because obviously the, 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 one of the things that uh, Riptide has become um, uh, pretty famous for is um, you're one of the one of the few promotions with, within the UK that has um, uh, quite a lot of intergender matches. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. And I just wanted to ask you in terms of what is the uh, the philosophy, the
1: the ethos behind that? Is there one? Um, yeah, mean? I think I think more than anything. I mean, what we have in Brighton is um, is an audience that I don't have to I don't have to worry about um, courting the orcs. Yes, um, I don't. You know, uh, there is no there is nothing. If someone gets chucked out of our show for, you know, bad behaviour, um, the kind that is genuinely precipitated by intergender wrestling, yeah, um, or indeed female involvement on a wrestling show, um, mm. full stop. There is, There is no. There is nothing is one hundred percent cut and dry as to the fact that that person is in, impairing and impinging on the audience. Uh, enjoyment of the show there is no grey area about someone paying their paying their money and being able to behave you know how they want you know that the, the, this stuff you know detailed pretty clearly on the on on the tickets um you know gets mentioned in the ring not really particularly in a detailed way you know we well, that that's again the nice thing all we need to do is say no hateful stuff please you know we don't we don't actually have to go down the list um yeah It was expected that the crowds as being decent human beings we should all know this anyhow um, yes and, and more than ever when I, t- when I talk to our, our regular audience you know and, and always the conversation with the ring crew the conversation with the bouncers is there is no grey area between you know there is always this thing you know as a, as a performer or whatever working entertainment when a, an inverted commas guest or customer is behaving badly there can often be this hesitation and this grey area about paying customer and is the person above me you know who who this person who the client it deals with that they you know there's no sorry no ring crew there is no grey area whatsoever if someone if you were someone that's been to an absolute load of wrestling shows and wished that someone that people had been told to shut up yeah. Where they haven't because there's been a bit of hesitation. I'm telling you now, you know exactly that situation I'm talking about. If it doesn't feel right, doesn't feel right. Go over and have a have a have a quiet word with them. If if they're friendly, if you'd like. Um Equally, you can always go straight to the bouncer. Um, the bouncers will be watching you whenever you're speaking to anyone in the crowd and you mm-hmm. a form immediately. Don't, you know, blah, 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 all of that stuff. Um, and it's just about being, about being clear about that. Anyway, in regards to the intergender <laughs> stuff, um, so with that in mind, yeah. um, I think it's so established with the audience that you know and and like you know we, we do we do we, we are we do put a lot of thought in and we, and we are and we are careful and we whatever, but that you know there is care not to, for people not to see the seams in what we're doing we more than anything just want it to be not a non-issue that's the most valuable work I think we can do is have it a you know it just purely is you know more often than not uh, the the story in a match will be and a gender match with us will be that of a match with a size differential in it. Yeah. And that's that's a, that's about as far as we go in terms of the the story being involved in the with the physique of the wrestlers if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah in terms of the the the, the, the 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 so that's it. It's about it's about kind of kind of normalizing normalizing that really. Um, mm-hmm. and that, that's that, 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 that that's where we are we just it's it's it, 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 you know what it, it, it it's not the last thing right it's not sorry it's not mm-hmm. something that we say don't pay any attention to but it is something that we say make it the last thing you pay attention to instead of the first in terms of what the conflict and what the um what the story of the of the matchup is you know character um alignment mm-hmm Body shape, and then maybe gender. You know what I mean? Are the things that you're looking at yeah. um, in terms of in terms of where the focus is on this on this encounter um, and, and what it is that you're saying? Whereas, obviously, you know, we know that traditionally gender would be would be the very first one on the list, um, and that's that's not quite the that's not the quite that's not our our magical mm-hmm. video game world that we've got down in Brighton. Our one is 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 is, is, is Chun Lee versus Angief Um yes. being be, is you know, because they've got two different fighting styles and let's see how they go at it. And that's the that's the classic thing, you know. People people will always um it's it's funny how you know intergender wrestling it 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 really does um short circuit people that are stuck in sexist mentalities um mm. and you know the few times we have had it at the shows and then you always you know you always see it online is that they say something sexist um misogynistic or objectifying or something about one of the performers mm. get called on it and then go and then immediately they're a night, you know they're on their white charger, talking about how it's encouraging hitting women and how it's not fair. And you know, and the thing is, is, is we only know it's not fair and it's and it's and it's abusive and it's encouraging this and it's encouraging that. It is is if you, in your suspension of disbelief, magic wonderland, are, are totally unwilling to see. A woman as being as powerful as powerful as a man, and, and, and as a legitimate opponent for a man. That's the only thing that is making this abusive. Is you not? Is you not being able to imagine a situation whereby Chun Lee can take down Zangief? Um, Mm-hmm. So sorry, sorry, mate. Um, I think there's some other products out there for you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, in terms of in terms of those people, and then so we have that in. So we have that opportunity with what flies with our live audience. And I more and more want to be able to export um, wrestling in that tone to people that maybe can't around the world that can't watch it live, um, because it's, mm-hmm. stuff's so normalised here in Brighton. We can.
0: Yeah, export it um, It's interesting you speak about um, in terms of how uh, an audience around the world would be able to um, be able to see Riptide because obviously one of the, the ways that I've seen Riptide in the past is um, through the High spots network and, and the deal there but obviously you, you have the um, Riptide on demand the pivot share site as well uh, one of the most notable things that stands out is the sheer quality of the production values the shooting style um, to the point where David Starr had said that this was the best produced indie in, in the world that he, that he had worked for in terms of in terms of the VOD um, Wow and obviously when you go to the Pivot Share page one of the first things you see is cinematic independent wrestling how did that come about?
1: So yes how did that come about? Um, uh the first, I I just had this, I just had this hunch, right, where I'm looking at, I'm looking at, even you know, so let's say Lucha Underground, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm looking at it, and and everyone's still got these shoulder-mounted cameras. Mm-hmm. and it sort of just could look better even the top things you like, because because what i'm what i'm thinking is about you know Wild Stoke studio asked people that i know from from music that you know primarily you know dave was, um the the director of that um was a drummer um he actually drums for um vex red currently oh yeah um but he he, you know, had a career in music and transitioned into videography from, you know, music videography, and then now does 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 lots and lots of stuff with with and with Sorry, I lost my train of thought there. Um, oh yeah, so I, I'm seeing what they, what these guys were using, which were, you know, compact little compact rigs, and the stuff that they were doing was looking incredible. And actually, in fact, actually, actually his whole team of freelancers are people that I know from from music as musicians that have mm-hmm. transitioned into videography, um, with the exception of of, of one, Mr. Jamie Amara, who I knew as a videographer during that time that the others were were transitioning through and just knowing what it was that they were capable of doing with these little rigs there was a there was a real dissonance there and i just couldn't quite work it out and i'm just thinking no it, mu- it must be because it must be because it doesn't work for some reason you know it must be because there's something about the product that doesn't get captured properly in these in these things so 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 the first show i had dave along just by himself to do a to do a promo video like it is Mm -hmm. that i see him do you know do you know what i mean like so let's do the the application that i know works of your style for this so so people can see what's going on and i got some uh and and i got some wrestling videographers in to, to 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 capture it properly um and looking at these two bits of together you know, because I didn't want to be so arrogant as to come in and reinvent the wheel you know mm. um this has been such uh, I can't tell you how much of a ears open mouth shut operation this has been um for the last you know uh 18 well I don't know nearly 18 months I think we've sort of been doing it since late March last year um so you know, it was important to 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 to, to see how that stuff represented. Um, and uh, what I found was, is I looked at the two bits and bobs and kind of was going to see how they played together and how they did this and that. And uh, that, you know, there was some there was some we had some um, additional technical difficulties on that first show as well. Um, and it just I saw what we could be putting out. Mm. And I saw very clearly what I didn't want to be putting out and I saw in the stuff from Dave what what it that the, 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 we could take everything that's good about about this and apply it. And 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 and, and, and uh, yeah and, and, uh, and have it and have it serve the wrestling, and have it serve the functional mm. the functional purposes of, of of what's going on. Um and really through having people that are as skilled as the people in the ring in the supporting services, Mm -hmm. um, and the supporting skills, um, having James Eldridge, um, film, you know, sat there with me doing the editing, um, well, I'm sat there with him doing the editing. If you know what I mean, this yeah. is this is you know it's a pro edit guy being having whispering, having wrestling whispered under his under his ears. Mm-hmm. And again, yeah, you know, he's a professional videographer having having wrestling whispered at them. Um, and then now, you know, ten months later, obvi- obviously they're invested in the product now. Well, not obviously, but they are. They're invested. They're certainly more familiar with mm-hmm. it. Um, and and stuff gets. We're able to lay a nuance progressively more and more and more as you know the, the stuff that starts to become standard procedure is becomes quicker and quicker because you know the, the first thing i would do with more budget you know very little very you know very little would change other than i'd spend twice two three four times in the edit room with our editor um before i probably put that money anywhere else in terms of uh live production or um or or, or anything like that if you feel me you know mm-hmm. that's where that's that's where it all comes from is giving people an appropriate amount of time to do to do a good job and giving people an appropriate amount of money to do a good job yeah. um and i'm not going to lie to you you know mm-hmm. the money that we have to spend to have the production value that we do is more than there is in 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 the in the current audience to support um and there is in you know in general um and sort of on top of that you know it's it's these are still personal contacts, you know, that, that are local to Brighton. So there's a lot of situational stuff that makes it more possible, that does make it more possible. But I still, I very much believe in, in not over asking people, favours of people in those situations, because mm-hmm. you're just not, you're just, you people, are, you have to allow people to do to do a good job. And I think paying them too little, even if they've even if they're they're happy to work for it they're not going to be happy to work for it halfway through the session on a hot day after they've had their lunch and they're pushing through yeah the difference between fifty percent of your accepted day rate for a mate and sixty six percent of your accepted day rate for a mate mm. In, in, in my in my opinion is 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 huge um, from my personal experience of doing work for friends. It. Um, and it's not that yeah I, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah I think you just have to you, that's a huge ethos of what we do. It's allowing people to do a good job because we want to allow the rest the, the, the audience to watch the wrestling because I don't believe mm-hmm. that when you can see a white sports hall ball, I don't think you're just making it too hard for the independent wrestling fan to watch it. You know, they're still, you know, even if they're really used to it, you're making it impossible for someone that is being shown that independent wrestling for the first time. Or, you know, the, the thing I always imagine is, is someone you could have your mate that you went to school with. You're an adult wrestling fan. They're not you were wrestling fans as adolescents, you know that person's taste in moves, you know, really well. You know what gets them going. And there's in 2018 now, there is a new version of that move that is just absolutely mind-blowing. And you know that that will just set that person's world alight if they could watch it. Yeah. And it's your perfect opportunity to get them to a wrestling show because this wrestler is working at that wrestling show. It's close by and it's finally come on, you know. Finally, this person gets to, gets to experience the difference between the actuality of live wrestling and the preconception of live wrestling. Okay? You show them the gif. It's in a sports hall. They never see the move. They never even get to see the move. All they can see is the sports hall.
0: Yeah. Is that, is that how you kind of end up with the spotlights then in that case?
1: And the choice yeah it was it was it was always what an a, a, a a1 day um, one. Hmm. objective was to, was was for there to be for, for the ring to be bright and for the surroundings to be dark
0: because there's there's I mean that's one of the it's interesting you say as well I mean that how the aesthetic kind of developed it took a couple of shows and obviously it's taken. The time you've had to um, to work with with the production crew to kind of uh, are you, I suppose, it, it's, is it always a constantly evolving process of the
1: changes to the aesthetic? Constantly, constantly, yeah. constantly, constantly, because you know the there are things that there are things that I've wanted to do with the production mm-hmm. of of the shows um you could say since this since the first one since the second one right mm-hmm. and you could say you could that list could be about eight long we've probably done we've probably been able to take care of one of those things oh blimey because now don't get me wrong there's lots of you know they're they're they're, they're, they're you know the law of diminishing returns things and that or they're ambitious things or they're this and that but the fact of the matter is, is that the, the amount of time we have to actually improve upon where we last were on a show day is non-existent. It, 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 it's, it's, I have to be so, so patient with how we are, how how we improve the show, because mm-hmm. because I do constantly want to improve the show. But you can only make an improvement when you freed up capacity through. Operationalizing something else that doesn't need to be worried about anymore, and it's only then that you're able to you have that you have that freed up capacity to address the things that you wanted to address for a long time. Um, is, is 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 how that that kind of a thing runs for me. So yeah, it's constantly, constantly, constantly evolving in increments because because it, it's it, hey, listen. We're just, you know, on show day. um, uh, Yeah, it's it's not it's not it's uh, there. There isn't a lot of stuff that gets to get spoken about. Um, But that's that is the advantage, actually, now of 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 knowing that the people in the sporting services are more invested. Yeah, because it allows it allows me to, to to not worry about talking about them, talking to it, talking to things about them outside of outside of the environment in which thats that they've agreed to be involved. Um, mm-hmm. And these are the local Brighton people, um, which... It's easy to get the buy-in. For a lot isn't... of reasons.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you've, you've instantly got that buy-in as well. I mean, because I would say that's one of the things you really take away from this. And obviously, uh, I, was, I was leading on to this, is that you've got the three-day Brighton Championship tournament coming up, um, yeah. which is... Um, I mean, that's one of the things about – it's putting Brighton to the forefront, isn't it? Yes. And, and as you said before, there's – obviously, there are – you know, we have other promotions running in, whether it be Portsmouth or Southampton, um, various promotions around London. And it's one of the things that, that, you, that, that you've succeeded in is having that sort of identity of the company linked intrinsically to the city. In which it's taking yeah. place and like you said before you're getting that emotional investment from people as as well um yes sorry go on oh no no i was got a, a couple of final questions I, I wanted to ask you the first of which is i suppose it's a slightly fantasy booking if you had a chance to book anyone uh, to have anyone come in before the end of the year who you haven't had on yet is there any particular name in mind would that be anything you'd be wanting to divulge
1: uh, yeah, I mean, I, there's a, there's a load of, I mean, I would just love just so many, um, like Lucha Underground guys would give me such a pop. But really? the, 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 nature of it is that, um, especially now, especially now that we're looking and actually we're looking at the card and we're going, shit, you know, this person has had a, has had a, um, Match of the match, you know. Match of the card contender, you know, mm-hmm. and and it's one of our, and it's one of our, one of our guys, you know. So why on earth would we be wanting to to, to bring in people that we that we don't that are going to overshadow mm. that aren't required, you know? If yeah. you've made if you've if you've if 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 Spike Treves made himself into a draw for us, then what the hell am I doing? book in pentagon yeah it's
0: true isn't it
1: you know but 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 i mean i'd adore that yeah. <laughs> you know i'd adore john morrison i would ad- actually one of my dream opponents for spike is is willie mac oh yes um can you imagine like a uh, you know because they you know you could oh <laughs> stip, stip match you know have yeah. them brawling around the whole place um you know you know spike would would would, would um We'd do a lot of bumping for the, for the for the for the man, and and um, I'd love that. I'd love that. So that I'd say that's a fantasy fantasy book for me. You know, I mean, you have got people like again, you know, people like Phoenix. That is just the crispest worker in in the world. I think. I, mm-hmm. I, I certainly. I don't know. I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of you know a lot of arguments to be made for a lot of people, obviously. Um, but when I look at what he does. Um, you just It's like he's made out of um, liquid glass. He's yeah. so crisp and yet so flexible.
0: <laughs> um, and, and finally, Josh, in terms of your goals for the rest of this year, um, what uh, I suppose if we're talking about where you'd want Riptide to be by the end of 2018, what would be um, some of your goals for
1: the remainder of this year? I would like to see – one of the goals that we always have is that I want to see people that are on our shows um, succeeding elsewhere. Mm. Um, And I want to see – I think there are talents on our roster – the, the, especially the talents that we invested the most in our roster, mm-hmm. that people elsewhere would want to be using more than they are, but they have a sort of roadblock of of, of higher of, of um, ang- what we call it? angled top talent. So, so you have companies that, that you know that, that 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 have those levels of engagement with. With top talent, mm-hmm. um, so that's a real roadblock for some of these for some of these people. And what I want to do is, if I can give them a platform to make themselves into stars in Brighton, mm-hmm. then then that um, then that makes the decision. A lot easier of people that maybe want to push them in certain ways but don't feel able to because of these because of these roadblocks of people that are established genuine fail-safe stars you know because without that people have got to take a chance that they don't have to take that they are arguably shouldn't take um, because the thing that we have to serve is the product mm-hmm Absolutely. So why so 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 why would people people necessarily do that unless, you know, those opportunities normally come you'd say from you know, from injuries and from talents becoming unavailable and, and, and this and that. Um and that's how and that's how it works. But like how about how about there's another option? And that is that they can make themselves stars outside of that of those companies
0: which is is certainly the case and that's certainly the um, the the main takeaway that I took away from um, going to Riptides uh, on Friday is the amount of people you thought they're going to be a star that person's going to be a star my god I can't wait to see see this match develop as well so um, I just want to say well done so far and, and hopefully um touch woods you uh, go on to bigger uh bigger and better things in 2028 20, for the rest of 2018 going into 2019.
1: the other the other the other the other thing is is, mm-hmm. is more eyes on the vod my lord my lord ladies yes. and gentlemen from me to you please 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 check it out and if you like it please let people know and please use it for the reasons that that i'm intending it to be used for which is I honestly believe this is your chance, dear listener, <laughs> to get that friend of yours to a wrestling show. Definitely. The one that you know will absolutely shit their pants with joy. Mm-hmm. That would the, the one that, that, for one reason or another, is totally and utterly roadblocked by their misconceptions. They don't have, and also... Dear listener, there are you can make it not about the wrestling. They don't have to admit that they were wrong because they might have been. They might have actually wanted to come for a while, but they're too proud. So you can say that there's that there's vegan hot dogs. You can say that there well, whatever you you can say that there's local breweries. You can say that there's live music. You can say all those things about coming to it live, but also, you know, if you if you can't get to Brighton. Um, I really think I really think the VOD can 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 help break down those um, those preconceptions with your friend and get you to and get them to a local show um, off the back of that. I, I, I do believe that.
0: Where can we find the VOD?
1: RiptideWrestling.com dot
0: com. Excellent. Um, and also, by the way, if you um, where can people get in contact and find out more about Riptide Wrestling and um, buy tickets.
1: Yes, so the tickets the tickets are actually um, we're going to be swapping over to Wriggle soon. Okay. Um but they are currently available on Ticket Tailor at buytickets.at forward slash Riptide Wrestling. Um Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um just search Riptide Wrestling. Um, the handles are Riptide Ref. Um yeah, that's good. come and see what we're all about. Um, you know, we always make sure there's ticket links on, on any on any graphics and things like that. Um, next shows are the sixth of July, um, International Waters. So we've got Mike Bailey, um, returning to Riptide um, to try and claim back his match of the tournament accolade that I think the fans had, had, had given him for a match with uh Travis Banks, uh, deep 6 in February. Um, however, there's been a there's after after June. I think people are people are making noises otherwise. So he's going to come back and fight Volta um, yes. in a match that I'm incredibly looking forward to. Um, we've got Naoki Tanazaki. Of uh, Dragon Gate fame, um, mm-hmm. facing Chris Brooks. Um, I know Chris is incredibly excited about this match. Um, he's like a massive Dragon Gate fan, isn't he? He's... Yeah, yeah. And the, the, you know, the person that I was, the person that I was booking um, Tanazaki through, uh, said, um, "Yeah, that'll be a hell of a match." He, he um, <laughs> Chris, absolutely knows all his spots, so because um, he's a massive <laughs> Dragon Gate fan, you know. Um, so that I'm looking forward to. We've announced a, a, a Brighton Championship qualifier for um, Jack Sexsmith uh, against Jordan Devlin, who will be making his ripside debut. I do hope he was meant to over Brighton Spirit, but that was the snow hit uh, weekend. Oh. and He was one of the casualties, sadly. Um, uh, other matches, old oh, Chuck Mambo and Eddie Dennis will be contesting the um, Championship Tournament spot that mm. uh Chuck won uh, in the rumble, uh, on account of the fact that listen, Eddie Eddie hasn't Eddie wasn't around to compete in that rumble. Um and elsewhere um Chuck has filled in um and gotten a lot of opportunities at Eddie's behest. Kind of elsewhere, so they do they feel it's fair. Yeah, considering there's a member of you know the Riptide roster he hasn't beaten, um, and the, potentially you would say some of the momentum mm-hmm. that 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 the Chuck had picked up was, was sort of off the back of that Eddie Dennis injury. I think it's perfectly reasonable for them to be doing that. Um, yeah, there may be um, something to do with the conflict between the two Morgans on the show mm-hmm. um, in July, um, but over and above that. Um, we, yes, we've got our boys crowning a first ever Brighton champion in the second between the second and the fourth of of, of August. That that'll happen over Pride weekend. Um, so if you're coming down, you're going to have an electric, electric city to be in. Yeah, it's going to be a great right. atmosphere, isn't it? You know that that's it. You know there 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 is an issue with the fact that accommodation is 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 more expensive than it normally would be. Mm -hmm. Um, The reason for that is because you know well the upside of that is that it's a better place to be at that time. You know it's it's you 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 get the benefit of of it being Pride weekend as well as. <laughs> the extent the, that the hotels are a bit more um, currently in that we have Chris Brooks, uh, we have Candy Boss we have Spike Trevay recently qualified um, we have uh, Mark Davis and Kyle Fletcher qualified and we have Volta qualified to be in the running uh, in that 16 man tournament over three days we've got some other little bits and bobs planned for you on the Friday and Saturday um, there will be two training seminars over the weekend uh, on on the 2nd and the 3rd during the daytime uh, 2nd and 3rd of August in the venue uh, with Volta those are uh, those are for people that have passed um, beginner um, classes elsewhere Um, you know intermediate and above uh, level seminars Um, you can get in contact with Riptide Wrestling email uh, sorry (laughs) Riptide Wrestling info at gmail.com to express an interest in those um, God, that's that, that's about it. That's about it. dot Wrestling.com. Check it out.
0: Fantastic job. Well, thank you ever so much for for spending uh, much of your, your time with us today. Um, really My appreciate it. And yeah, for every any, everyone who's listening to this, go and check out the VOD. Um, you won't have seen wrestling produced in this way or uh, anything like this, uh, in the world. Well worth the watch. And even much more well worth going down to see live. So uh, thank thank you you ever so much, Josh. My pleasure. Cheers.